five, four, three, two, one, sink. Hello and welcome to Two Nerds Podcast, a podcast where two nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Nick with No K, and today I am joined by Jackson, again, Hello. from The Glass Studios. And today we are going to be talking about YouTube slash filmmaking, mm-hmm. because this was uh, this was originally, when I text Jackson about this to like get on the podcast, he was originally supposed to come on just for that. Like just to do this episode of filmmaking and YouTube well, and well, I, whatever. I remember so clearly because it was Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving Day, two thousand nineteen. I get a DM. Is it really? It was. It was like eight p.m. I was still at my grandparents' house, and so it was like eight p.m. And um, I get this DM from some random dude I knew at some point, and it's like, do you want to be on the podcast? I was like, sure. Yo, you want to be on my podcast? You want to be on my podcast? And I was like, we had we had like some interactions on like Instagram, and of course, you know, we lived in the same Hold town on. for a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find this. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. getting close. Pretty sure it's Thanksgiving. April, and now March, it's August. Okay, here we go. So November 27th. So I said, hey, how would you feel about hopping on the on a podcast with me to discuss filmmaking and YouTube and such after the <laughs> holiday craze, of course. <laughs> And then uh, you said, yeah, that sounds great. Let me know a date and time and I'll let you know. And I was like, I was aiming for some time in January. <laughs> and then uh, we ended up not, we ended up not mentioning about, we, we ended up not mentioning doing any kind of recording for a long time. Mm-hmm. Un- like, yikes. Well, I, I was so, brought on for the Star Wars one. Yeah, because I had someone for the Star Wars episode where we talked about like Star Wars, Marvel Gaming, and more. Episode eight, you can find it anywhere. Two, two Nerds Podcast is that. Because <laughs> I had someone planned out for that one. We were just going to talk Star Wars, and then he canceled on me, and I was like, "Ugh, I still want to do this episode though." So I text you, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, do you want to come on for this episode?" And you were like, "Ah, uh, you know what? Sure, why not?" And then Class that episode cloud. did so well. Yeah, that episode did so well. And then we ended up doing the Disney Channel podcast, the Pixar podcast, and now this one. So, well, the, and of course, many more in the future. <laughs> wink. Um, the the Star Wars one evolved into Disney Channel shows at some point where I was yeah, just and like, like the very end, it's like the very like last two minutes. I was like, haha, we'll have to do one ranking all the Disney channel shows. And you were like, absolutely. Okay. Bet. Let's do day? it. <laughs> Let's do it. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> so then yeah. this one, you know, eventually got pushed back. We had picked a day to do this one. We did like a couple weeks ago. And then I was like, Oh, something came up. Can't do it then. So we canceled. Yeah. And then instead of recording this one, I think we recorded what the Pixar, Pixar one? one? Well, we were, yeah, because um, we all three had to be there for the Pixar one, right? And so I was in the middle of building a shed in my backyard, and you were like, "I got to go to the DMV," and I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll be building the shed for the rest of the day." Oh, was I going to get you out of building a shed? Yeah, but it, it, was it, like, it worked. Keep it you worked from out. building a shed. <laughs> it worked out. Fair enough. So 
Yeah, we are here to discuss YouTube and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So to start the discussion, it's just kind of an open discussion because I don't mm-hmm. have anything really planned out, like any planned topics or anything. So to start the discussion, uh, Jackson, how did you get started on YouTube? Well, that's a great question, Shunny. Well, I was probably about maybe seven years old. And there were, um, I always loved Legos and I just got into Rubik's Cubes. So I was watching videos on Rubik's Cubes, how to, like, how to solve Rubik's Cubes, how to, like, all the different Rubik's Cubes and stuff. And then I, I was making my own Rubik's Cube videos, just talking about, I still have all of them and they will die with me. Because I think they need to come out of the vault. <laughs> they very much. I do think they not. should all get. They should all get combined into one oh, video and uploaded on could, the channel. I could like write, a throwback Thursday. I could write a book about all the projects that I have not released because. Oh, same. Like it's it's bad, but I and just like conceptual <laughs> ideas where you're like, hmm, this sounds like it would be a good idea, and then you sit down to write it, and you're mm-hmm. like, ugh, this, this is, is a, a terrible bad idea. idea. Especially a seven years old filming on your iPod Touch. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I was like eight at this point making uh, Rubik's Cube videos. And then I, um, do you, you know the YouTube layout where you'd watch a YouTube video and then like a huge grid of suggested videos would pop up? Yeah. Well, I was on the Rubik's website and the grid would pop up. And so I managed to get to YouTube because I had like you know the family safe search engine thing on because you know I was eight years old, and exactly. so I got to YouTube and found um, Lego and Rubik's cube videos all there through the Rubik's website, um, and so I got really into Lego stop motion, and the, I also have all of those that will also die with me. Oh boy, it's 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 also pretty bad. So I'm just, just hearing all of these things, and I'm like, these are so many different great <laughs> jumping points for a conversation. It is. It's... So we're we're slowly building the conversation for the podcast. It, uh, yeah. We're making it up as we go. So Lego Stop Motions, uh, Rubik's Cube videos, and just like weird, like random weird like Rubik's Cube skits. There's one where... Um, there's one where I like um, try, like cheat cheat on the Rubik's cube or something, and then like someone comes in and threatens to shoot me. Wow! It was <laughs> saying it out loud. That's, saying, that's intense. Like, saying, saying it out loud is like it's not that bad, but like it's it's not as bad as I say it like that. But <laughs> um. It was just like random, and then there was like things you can do with your four x four Rubik's cube because I had a four x four Rubik's cube, and I still do. Um, but it was a little tangent about Rubik's cubes. The original four x four Rubik's cube by official Rubik's brand was trash. It was very very hard to turn, and so I was like, okay, I'll make a video about um, different things you can do. And so I did like a door stop. Um, I put it. I used it as like a piece of toast. <laughs> Wow. One of them was like emergency toilet paper. I was like, wow. Hey, in these trying times of Corona, uh, <laughs> emergency toilet paper, we'll take whatever we can get. Four by four Rubik's Cubes. But it, like, 
And then from um, Rub when I was into Rubik's Cubes, Minecraft started getting really popular. And so all of like the Rubik's Cube YouTubers I watched, yeah, I said it, all the Rubik's Cube YouTubers I watched started wow, playing Minecraft. Bro. I know. I was so cool. I had no friends, though. So... Well, I mean, same. <laughs> so I was watching um, all these Rubik's Cube videos, and then I started watching Minecraft Let's Plays. And so I was like, this looks amazing. This looks so much fun. And so I started making... Um, I bought Minecraft with my own money, the whole twenty nine ninety nine. That's what it used to cost wow. back then. It used to be real expensive. Now, now it's, it's like twenty four ninety six. I don't know. I don't yeah, know why. They lower the price a yeah, little bit. For like I think it was for like schools. Ugh. Yeah, I man. But I got into Minecraft. I had my own Minecraft Let's Play series, which I cannot stress enough how much money you would have to pay me for me to show anyone these videos. I also <laughs> made a lot of Minecraft videos, but I'll yeah. get into that. When you're done, but so this, I've been so tempted to release some of them because they're so bad. This is this is like a really long story, and I'm sorry, but it's like you know my life story. So it's I got into Minecraft Let's Plays and like Minecraft like skits and this like random random Minecraft stuff that I was also really inspired by different um, YouTubers and stuff. And then I I just made Minecraft videos for a real long time. I stopped making Rubik's Cube videos after that. And then I got into more just like normal sketch comedy, which is, is what I do now. And it's like, it's so much fun. I love it so much. I had a Minecraft series with my best friend. It was the Jack and Harrison show. And we had, um, I think a 50 episode run. So wow, that that's probably longer than this podcast will like, ever be. <laughs> every episode was eight to fifteen minutes long. Fifty episodes. I have it on DVD. Season one, season two. Um, Dude, the Jack and Harrison show is. You're gonna have to mail me a copy of that DVD. <laughs> like, it is so bad. And I have on my whiteboard a magnet that says the Jack and Harrison show. Okay, like we were legit. You like went all out for and this. Then we did for I this have, Minecraft series. I have a mug that says the Jack and Harrison show, and to this day I still use it. Wow! But that was also a series that will die with me. Season so many things that will just die with you. Uh, I'm saying like they're gonna bury me under like a stack of DVDs, but um, <laughs> they. Um, I don't want to get too much into the Jack and Harrison show, but it was a very influential part for video creation for me. Um, we started, we decided season three should have a storyline. And so we created all these characters and it was like a big story and there were cutscenes at the beginning Whoa. of each episode. There was like a scripted cutscene and the whole concept was the Jack and Harrison show crew was um inaugurating you're gonna like this inaugurating a llama as president oh my god <laughs> i love this i love it's it so... why won't you re-release this it sounds so good so we're inaugurating think about it, think about it. if you release this weekly <laughs> you've got almost a year's worth of weekly content releases <laughs> you will not have to work on videos for a whole year Oh gosh, it gets better. It gets better. 
um, we're inaugurating the llama, and then there's, um, we get bombed at the castle, like, it blows up, and, um, Lord Llama, that was his name, <laughs> Lord Llama and his advisor, Phil, and it was spelled F-I-L, Phil. He was, like, southern as heck. That was his only characteristic. And they got um, kidnapped. And so they were in this prison while... Um, well, no, we tried to escape on a plane. And then the plane crashed. And we were stuck on an island while the llamas were in a prison somewhere. Wow. And it was so dramatic. And then... Um, I feel like it's okay to say spoilers because the series was never finished. The found out that his other advisor, Judith, um, crashed the plane. And wow. then evil Who who, ev- who could have predicted who, who that? Who could have predicted that? And then um, another character who we called Evil Llama. He so wow. such, a, such a creative name. Evil Llama was like trying to I think he like something cheesy, like he wanted to be the president of something. I don't know. And we were stranded on this island, and it was the the Minecraft Let's Play, and, like, my audio setup back then makes me cry, because I had a USB microphone from Rock Band, and I'd plug it into my computer, and then I'd have my best friend Harrison on FaceTime, because we lived, like, across the country from each other, and Uh he was on FaceTime, hooked up to my computer speakers, and then the microphone was pressed up against my computer speaker. And it actually got like halfway decent audio, but it's bad. Um, after I mean, it is anything pre now I would consider bad. Yeah, exactly. Like just exactly. But after season three of the Jack and Harrison show um, kind of fell through, um, I started moving to more just like sketch comedy, like I do now. Um, a breakout video for me was Hotline for Stupid Problems. Um, uh, I remember watching that. that one. This that was one before I did that before I even started posting on YouTube, and so that was just like a random one that like my mom shared on Facebook, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so funny!" And I was like, "That was really fun," <laughs> and so it just kind of evolved, and I eventually I had I mean I made videos for like six years no. Yeah, about six or seven years before I actually started sharing videos, like, on YouTube. And I've been doing that, f- doing YouTube for over a year now. Um, I'm loving it. But I have about... Living your best YouTube life. I'm living life. the best YouTube life. I have about 80 subscribers, so that's just enough subs- I mean, you're doing better than I am. <laughs> I don't know. I've got, I, like, 50-something. Like, we'll, we'll have to get into your... Um, your interesting YouTube ventures over the years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, wow. So I okay. think, well, I guess I'll just, I guess, well, I'll let you finish. I guess that's the end. I'm still just still doing, trying to always learning, getting better, upgrading gear and software. Yeah. Always writing, creating new stuff. And I hope to, I hope to do it as long as I physically can. So till you're like 200 years old. Exactly. Like, you'll be laying on your deathbed, and your family will be like, Jackson, you can't make any more videos. And you're like, oh, but I need to get the weekly upload for this week. (laughs) Well, it's, there's so much pressure to get the weekly upload. I'll be, like, vlogging on my deathbed. You'll be like, hey, gang. (laughs) Hey, gang. I don't know if I'm going to die this week. Hey, fam squad. Um, No uploads. No upload this Monday because I will be dead. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be dead. But uh, give it a couple weeks. My grandkids will take over the channel. Um, like and subscribe, and we'll post a video of them burying me with all the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> all the videos I said would die with me. See, but but I would be the person to be there and be like, okay, so me, also in my old age, <laughs> uh, I would take the DVDs, and my last like act being alive, I would publish all of the oh, DVDs onto like, YouTube. Like Jane Austen. <laughs> Yeah, I would lock them. I would lock them on my account though, so no one could get in. Like I would, <laughs> I would. Um, so I would upload them, and then I would like freeze all my accounts so nobody can get into them to delete them, and then I would die. I'd be like, "Ha ha, <laughs> suckers! They die with me, but they're on the internet." <laughs> gotcha. I have the entire Jack and Harrison show on an unlisted YouTube, so with the click of a button. They could Can be... you send it to me? <laughs> I really want to watch it. <laughs> like after the podcast, you should just oh, like God. you know just just slip oh, it in gosh. the DMs or I something. Might, I might have to do a screen share just so just as like control. So like because this is like dangerous content to let someone else have a link to. <laughs> <laughs> Serious blackmail material. I, I understand. That. I understand. That. <laughs> remind me. Remind me later. I have a video like that too, and I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. Well, we'll make a deal. You can you can share yours with mine, and then you can see an episode of the Jack and Harrison show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fair. Yeah, for me, in terms of me getting started with YouTube, I would say I probably have a longer story than you do. Oh wow! But mine, I'll mine try was to pretty, speak mine was like twenty minutes long. Yeah. So what? So. I started out watching, like, action figure reviewers on YouTube. No joke. That was how I started. I saw those, and I was like, wow, these videos are really cool. I want to make these. So I pulled out. It's a, it's a Sony video camera. I don't remember, like, what series it is, but it's a really old video camera <laughs> from, like, 2008. And it still works to this day, surprisingly oh enough. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I can go back and watch all the old videos I made. But I didn't. I made like home videos where I would like record my sister and my cousins, like mm -hmm. just playing around the house or whatever. But I also made action figure reviewer or reviews, and I would like set the camera down on the floor, and I would like get my hands in front and be like, "So here's where all the ball joints are, and this is what this figure costs." Like getting in all the nitty gritty stuff. Oh my goodness! And then when we moved from when we moved, I got an iPad. And that was right when YouTube made it accessible to upload mobile or mobily instead of, you know, having to get on the computer. Because I didn't have access to a computer then because I was like nine. Well, yeah. Or no, I was 10. So I, which I had to do it through the YouTube capture app, which, oh boy, that was a very interesting <laughs> app because it. It would automatically try to stabilize your clips, Ooh. which would then lead to like these weird Ew. swaying clips because it was trying to auto balance them. Yeah. And just, I didn't know how to turn that just, off. Just a tip. Anyone who wants to buy a camera, if it says built in stabilization, that means nothing. All it's going to do is encode is going to warp your video and it'll just be like the raw warped. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm hmm. Yeah, so it, it did that a lot. And also you could upload like it. So I didn't have any editing software because yeah. iMovie, I didn't know iMovie existed yet. And it didn't come with 
the iPad I had. It, like, the iPad I had was before they started pre-including iMovie on every device. So what I did on YouTube Capture was I would, like, upload... Because you could splice the clips together, but it would upload them individually. So I would get confused. Huh. I was like, why are these all uploading individually? And then, of course, at the end of the day, they would all be one long video that got uploaded as one. But I would, like, cancel it, and then I'd be like, no. And then I would go through and edit it. There was a video. I, edit, I did it, like, 12 times to try to get it to upload as one. And then I gave up, and it uploaded as one. So I used YouTube Capture for a long time, needless to say. And then as time went on, I got my first channel, Super Star Wars Fan 67. Not even kidding. My 11-year-old now... makes it better. Yeah. No, it was just like... When I made the channel, it was like, what do you want your name to be? And uh, I had made the email, which is like something completely different, but it's also equally as bad. And then I was like, hmm, what should the channel name be? Uh, Super Star Wars Fan 67. Because I am a super Star Wars fan. And then it wanted a number. And I was like, I don't know, 67. So, which I'm pretty sure that's like an auto-generated YouTube one where they like suggest numbers and I just picked the first uh-huh. one. So, and even now I've never had the, I've never had the guts to actually change the name. So I've just left it as is. I literally just found it. Yeah. It's still It's there. really old. It's subscribed yeah. All the old videos me. are up too. Super yeah. Star Wars fan 65 it's... is subscribed to me. I did not know that was you. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's the account now that I just do like all my general like watching and browsing and oh my you know, all of my just general watching is through that account because that's what I was doing before yeah. instead of like having a dedicated account for uploading and one for browsing. Mm-hmm. So I would upload videos to Super Star Wars fan 67, which the f- the very first video uploaded to that account is i'm pretty sure it's a it's it's from this really old computer game called clone wars adventures i don't know if you ever played it but it was like this online rpg clone wars game and you could like have duels with the different jedi and like they had a tower defense game (laughs) you could play and it was like it was really it's a really old game and they would allow you to take clips in there. So I took clips in there and I would like use the chat to talk because it would basically, it would record your screen. So I would use the chat to talk in the video and you can see people around me who are like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, are literally, you I'm literally watching it right now. Yeah. For, it's so bad it and one, it's so cringy. It has one dislike. <laughs> yeah. That, I probably went back and disliked it because I hate it. But so yeah, after that, I uploaded my first video, which was like, it's a bunch of action figures just set up and I'm narrating for like 12 minutes what I'm supposed to be doing on the channel, which is like, <laughs> I want to do, I want to do action figure reviews and Star Wars videos and talk about the Clone Wars and blah, 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 blah. So I'm doing that. And eventually like I start uploading action figure reviews and then the very first like scripted <laughs> skit series i did was called angry birds lego which (laughs) is still public by the way the epitome of 2013 is angry birds lego it's still public i do not recommend anyone watch it because it is so bad i even i i went so low as to make like fart noises and stuff because i thought it was funny oh it's so bad 
So that was like the first uh, <laughs> scripted episodic series I did. And then after that, I – and I remember I tried to keep some semblance of a schedule like every Sunday. But this was before – either before YouTube added it or before I could do it. And it was like scheduling up- uploads. And I was like, instead of just recording this – because, oh, I would record through YouTube Capture too. Instead of like recording on the iPad camera yeah. app. And then uploading it. No, I would record straight through YouTube Capture. That's a bad idea. So, yeah, which is probably what contributed to the stabilization (laughs) issue. So, I would record through there, and it would want me to upload it immediately. And instead of making it private, I would just be like, nah, I'll just upload it today. So, I ended up with, like, all four episodes on one Sunday instead of spacing them out every week like I wanted to. So, needless to say, I... So I uploaded a ton of action figure reviews and then I made a video like when the Clone Wars got canceled setting mm-hmm. up all my action figures and stuff. And then eventually I slowly started to tick over to Lego videos instead. Oh, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, this is where it gets interesting because I like I would combine the two and then eventually the action figures kind of fizzled out as I stopped buying action figures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I went along and started doing Lego videos, which I had like a whole scripted series planned out for Lego videos, which was called uh, The New Adventures of Luigi or something, because I got the the Mario Connects figures, which wasn't Lego, but it was close enough because I was like like a super into Nintendo. Which Nintendo was also a huge part of my childhood, but that's oh, not YouTube related. <laughs> so I have a 3D printed um, Boo character that I um, I made like two weeks ago, and wow. so it's on my desk that's epic. right now. It is. I'll send you a picture after. <laughs> yeah, you should. Anyway, <laughs> so after after that, because the because I my audio recording like yours was also very bad. Yes. So my 3DS which I had, had all of these different, like, uh, I think it was the Street Pass Me Plaza had, like, the ability to just play the music from the aim game or app. Wow. I, like, just lost the ability to speak. So it had the, it had the capacity to play this music. So I would set the 3DS up right next to the microphone oh. of the iPad and I would hit play on the music and I would like act out what was going on in front of the camera <laughs> and then I would pause the music and sw- and like the video got removed because of copyright oh, which is wow. really unfortunate because I don't even have like an old version to go back and first, look at no it's just copyright. gone my first copyright strike <laughs> yeah Oh, and, and just wait. I get more of them. Oh. Um, so this was like, I don't know if it was a strike. It probably was. And I had no way of checking because <laughs> I didn't have a computer. So the video just disappeared. And I was like, oh, oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> so, but yeah, I would like, there was like a long pause in the video where I had to go and scroll to find the next song <laughs> and then hit play. And then I could continue what was going on. And then I made like a behind the scenes video, which that is still up. <laughs> Behind that video scenes. is still up so you can see like my little setup and everything and it's just oh it's so horrendous uh-huh. so after this. that i moved into stop motion animation after that mm-hmm. so which actually i want to pull up the youtube channel so i can kind of track myself here 
if I can. Super Luigi Adventures behind the scenes from six years ago. Yes, from six years ago. So, hold on, I'm almost there. So, yeah, and then after that, oh, okay, after that, I slowly got into uh, doing stop motion. But Mm -hmm. I also did some more Angry Birds videos because that was when like the sets were coming out and everybody was like whoa this is crazy oh, it was like the hottest uh, but thing then i did yeah and then i did a bunch of stop motion videos on because lego put out an app for making stop motion i had it and I had that it. was yeah that was back before i knew anything about frames per second or a stable camera or whatever so <laughs> and then camera. if we move up if, I, if we move up I started making let's play videos where I would literally, so I would, so because I didn't have like the fancy capture card or anything for my 3ds, I would literally close the blinds, make it as dark as I could in the room, set my phone up in front of the 3ds screen. And then I would just like focus it so that the screen looked decent. (laughs) And then I would commentate from there but it was really hard because, you know, the 3DS has, like, the screen that can bend. Yeah. So the bottom of the 3DS was set up flat on, like, a desk or a table or whatever. And the screen was angled so you could see it on the phone. But I couldn't pick it up. So I had to, like, just use my thumb and my fingers to move around on this flat screen that I couldn't even pick up. It was so uncomfortable. So I continued doing Lego videos and I did a lot of different... Nintendo videos like uh, Luigi's Mansion and Animal Crossing New Leaf and and then I finally got into another set of stories with a with a kind of ongoing theme and it was the Black Ninja because Ooh. I had found like this mysterious like hood like ninja hood and I had just gotten mm-hmm. into Ninjago too so I started doing like all these stop motion videos about the Black Ninja and then I thought oh we well, you know it'd be fun to make a movie about the Black Ninja. So I made a video called the Lego Ninja movie trailer where I used the weekend whip in it. I'm shocked it hasn't been taken down. Uh, (laughs) And then I did like a movie clip and like I never actually made the movie. I did the same thing. That's also going to come up later. I did the same thing where I would be like, here's a trailer for like, and then I just filmed the trailer. It like wasn't for... It wasn't even right. For like I specific. filmed the I filmed the trailer just to film that scene. I didn't want to do anything else around it. So yeah, I did that, and then I got my first Ninjago set. So I actually had a Ninjago character, and I did a bunch of um, videos with that. I made custom minifigure videos where I would like show all of these custom vi- figures that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a second trailer for the Black Ninja movie which never got followed up on. <laughs> I also made one. I I want to find it, but it's, um, Thomas is in it. Like I, I had a lot of wooden, wooden Thomas trains oh. and there's one where he like comes through. Oh, it's the Halloween special. He comes through and he like destroys all the bad guys, but it's a stop motion. <laughs> so the train is like just jumping through. Cause I wasn't like doing any consistent movement. No, he was just jumping through. So then oh I goodness. started doing um, uh, Lego set reviews. So we've moved forward in time. So I was doing stop motion and Lego set reviews. And, and is, I started doing... This is all still on Star yeah. Wars, Super Star Wars Fan 67, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we haven't even moved on to any of my other channels yet. 
There has this been is why I said mine is longer than yours because there's like an individual history <laughs> just building up to where I'm For at every now. Channel. <laughs> so, yeah, I started doing Lego reviews and stop motion, and then I made a third trailer. For the Black Ninja movie. A third trailer. And I kept pushing it back and back and back and back. And then I like... I It snowed one day and I slipped and I fell and I scratched up a Lego piece. <laughs> and, I made a, and I made a video that was like, Urgent update! The stop motion has been delayed because I need to get this piece but it needs to be new. So I'm delaying it until this day. And oh then that day goodness. came and it never came out. Because I would always announce the, the movie... Like it was always like two weeks away from when I would announce it, but mm-hmm. then I never made it. So some of my most viewed videos on here are literally just me taking my phone and recording the the TV of all of these new Ninjago clips, like when the new season came out or whatever. Those were some <laughs> of my most popular videos. Um, and then the Lego Movie came out, and I started doing stuff on that. And then as we're we're still in 2014. Oh my Jeez. goodness. This is Jeez. like this is already I did like a, a lot in 2014. Conversation. Yeah, I did a lot in 2015. Needless to say, I did a lot of uh, set reviews cuz I got cuz my birthday came around and I got a ton of Lego sets for my birthday, so I reviewed every single one of those. <laughs> and they didn't do bad actually. I'm looking at one of them, the airport fire truck has almost a thousand views. I mean, like, wow. They I, didn't do awful. I find it really funny that Super Star Wars fan 67 the channel um, which, by the way, has more subscribers than my channel now, which is crap. <laughs> but, yeah, because I haven't uploaded in, like, five years. But you also, like, uploaded on the channel for, like, seven years, so. Yeah, and, okay, so, not gonna lie, not- I uploaded a My Hero, I uploaded a My Hero Academia music video, and I got, like, an 100 subscriber boost from that. <laughs> like, I just uploaded it as a one-off to be oh like, uh, let me share this video, it has like 35,000 views. Oh my goodness. And it got me 100 subs. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. This, are you kidding me? This video... I could have uploaded this to Nick with no K <laughs> and gotten a little subscriber boost, but no. This video <sighs> of you that just recorded literally a clip from the Ninjago TV series. I'm, that's like serious copyright invasion. And it got 35,000 views. views. I remember this episode really well. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm so, I can't believe I did that. So, going on, I did like I started doing Tomodachi life cuz that was something I did over the summer uh-huh. and then I picked up doing like a Lego city. So, I don't know if you ever watched the YouTuber uh, Jang Bricks. Yes. Yes. But he had like his whole own Lego city that he would make videos on like, "Oh, this is what I did, this this uh-huh. this and this." So, I was like, "Okay, I want to do that." So, I got a bunch of base plates for all my Lego stuff and I set up a city and I started doing city updates for this channel. And then I got a I got a train. I got one of those Lego trains and that video got 3.4 like the the lego train videos got upwards of a thousand views because people really like just watching the trains run which i went back and i looked at this and i uploaded a a train video to my my new lego channel of the lego Uh maniacs like a year ago and it got like 50 views and i was like are you kidding me wow that's so sad i'm the only person who's uploaded this video but no and it's just frustrating because i hate the youtube algorithm so the algorithm as time went on Trash. I did channel updates too, and I did like Clash of Clans and more stolen clips, and then I started doing 
um, stop motion again. Like I got really into stop motion. And then four years ago, let me get the exact date. Oh my god! So four years ago, um, on September fifth, twenty fifteen. Gonna be important. Yeah, September twenty fifth or September fifth, twenty fifteen. I uploaded a video called "New Channel Announcement," and that was when I decided, you know, I really want to take this Lego thing to the next level. Mm-hmm. So I made a different channel called the Lego Maniacs, which is its own thing, and I need to find that. But while I'm finding that, let me say, in between, like while I was uploading on Super Star Wars Fan sixty seven, I made another account called uh, super star wars fan 67 gaming because that was the hot thing for youtubers to do where they just uh, make their channel name and then they add gaming at the end Mm -hmm. to indicate that it's a gaming channel so i did that which did okay but then that eventually turned into freaky ninja which my gamer tag was freaky ninja 2187 (laughs) Uh huh. Which, if you abbreviate Freaky Ninja two one eight seven, it's FN two one eight seven, which uh, I didn't realize when I made it. Yeah, no. So believe it or not, that was not intentional. I didn't do that intentionally. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> it just kind of happened. So, yeah, I did that. I uploaded a ton of Minecraft Let's Plays like you did, but mm-hmm. I didn't have any consistent story. Like I covered all the Minecraft updates and stuff. Um, I was basically like a knockoff professional minecraft youtuber where the video quality was never as good same but i was covering the same thing so then we get into the lego maniacs which oh boy so most i actually like my older lego maniacs videos better than the newer ones because the older ones to me were more like just i was uploading these for fun Mm -hmm. and like, I just wanted to have fun uploading these Lego videos as opposed to towards the end, it got more systematic of like, okay, what's going to uh-huh. generate the most revenue and what's going to get the most clicks and when does it need to go out to be relevant? And it got like really stressful, yeah. but I'll get into that because um, a lot happened with the Lego Maniacs. Ne- needless to say, more happened with the Lego Maniacs than Super Star Wars Fan 67. So the very first video on the Lego Maniacs is a Ninjago Season 5 intro that got 5.9 thousand views. Why? Another stolen clip from the TV. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I don't understand so, how six, like, yeah. almost 6,000 people just watched this. Mm-hmm. So then, after that, um was Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens Lego Set Analysis, where I took all of the pictures and I like commentated on them, which uh-huh. was actually a decent video, and that got 1.7 thousand views. And then I did some set reviews, I uploaded a couple more train videos, I made a channel update, and this was when I started getting into vlogging. So if you ever want to see my very first vlog, it is the seventh video uploaded on the channel. And then I did some speed builds... Uh, more stop motion. I had a whole stop motion series planned out called The Bricking Dead, which was supposed ah, to be a spoof on The Walking clever. Dead. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be a spoof on The Walking Dead. And I, like, animated the whole first episode, <laughs> which only ended up being two, two, almost three minutes long, which was impressive for me then. You know, stop making motion. Making that level of stop motion. Yeah. Um, which, that's not even the longest stop motion episode I've ever created. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, I had put out a story and I like scripted it out, but all the all the writing was really dumb. Like it was just real cringy writing. Yeah. So 
And I was going to get all my friends to voice act in it. Uh, Megan with no H was one of them. But then she moved away. And I didn't know how to record long distance audio. Sadness. Like, I didn't know how to record audio that wasn't like the person is in the same room. Yeah. So I decided to scrap the whole project entirely. But I was like, okay, I have three minutes worth of animation here. What do I do? So I turned it into a music video. And the music in the background was Warriors by Imagine Dragons, which actually kind of works out pretty good based on what the animation is. Um, So, which that just got copyright claimed. It just got claimed. Okay. It didn't like, nothing actually really happened to it. I get a lot of videos claimed. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. Most of my, most of the videos on this channel have been claimed because, or at least the early ones, because I use copyrighted music and I didn't know any better. So I I did a bunch more speed builds after that. Yeah, I did more speed builds. I did a review of the Millennium Falcon from, like, The Force Awakens. I kind of want to go back and watch some of these later. Um, Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Uh, (laughs) So then I did more stop motion, more speed builds, more hauls, more reviews, more. And then I started getting into a little bit of um, gaming on the part of Lego, like, playing Lego games. And then I uploaded this little video called How to Make a Lego Phone Stand. And it was this, it was really this throwaway video that I was just like, oh, let me do a little tutorial, right? (laughs) To this day, it has 45,000 views and it brings in the most revenue from my channel (laughs) per month. Single-handedly, this video carries my ad revenue for the month. So, and then there was another one I uploaded called Stealthy Ninja Lego Ninjago Skybound Game Part 1 that had Mm -hmm. 52,000 views. Which part one had 52,000 views and then part two had 1,000 views. Like, it dropped. That happens. I like anytime I try to do a series, the first video is like super popular, and the second video, like a quarter of the people. Oh, trust me. We're going to get back to We're going to get back to series. So (laughs) I did another channel update. I made some more stop motion. I kept doing stop motion, which at this point I was getting better at stop motion. Mm -hmm. Like, I was slowly understanding what FPS meant. Uh, which I animated at 15 frames per second, which you think, oh, that sounds great. Uh, No. What I would do is I would, so I would move them a little bit and then I would take 15 photos and then I would move them to the next thing and take 15 photos. So it was really like I was animating at one one frame frame per second. second. (laughs) And then when I learned like 15 FPS is like, you need to move them every (laughs) shot. I was like, oh, that's, That's how animation works. Okay. So then I did like some more, I did some more custom stuff and I tried to do a throwback Thursday video video series because I would like go back and play uh-huh. old games. Like I did um, Lego Throwback Thursday. I played uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga oh, one week. Phenomenal game. On. Phenomenal. Yes, but it was on the iPad. It oh. was on the iPad. So it was not the best part. I only played it on the so, Xbox 360. So Yeah. I was going to animate an entire music video for Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Oh and I uploaded goodness. a sneak peek of that onto the channel. And then I never finished it. So, so I did more uh, more reviews, more vlogs, more pretty much everything for basically that whole summer. I actually got to animate a stop motion for a school project. We were It was um, World History. And I did a stop motion on a Greek battle from Greek history. And it was like, uh, it was my custom minifigure 
of myself and Jay from Ninjago <laughs> going back in time in the TARDIS from Doctor Who. <laughs> they went back in time and oh they got mixed goodness. up with these uh, Greek soldiers oh my from goodness. Greece. And then it's like a whole scene where Jay fights a Greek guy and then he loses. And then at the end, I threw in a reference to a um, This is Sparta from, oh. I think it's 300. Yeah. So, yeah, I did that. And then as time went on, more, you know, uh, live builds and I started doing more stuff. And then I'm trying to find it. I So I started a playthrough of uh, Lego Ninjago Shadow of Ronin because they released it on ios this and i was a, able to screen record it this is a long and story. record it yeah it is a long story it's been like 30 minutes so yeah this is going to take up a majority of the podcast <laughs> which is great so i did more reviews more vlogs more shadow of ronin and then i played um lego star wars the force awakens on my 3ds so i did Whoa. that whole like recording the screen again and then i got into the odd world of drop tests which i only did a few of which you know what that is, right? I, d- I don't know what that is. So a drop test in terms of making Lego videos is where you set up your camera and then you take a Lego set and you drop you it. Drop it. <gasps> and you record it shattering and then you like play it back and you record it in slow motion and then an even slower motion. And you're like, wow, this is the carnage. And then you put it back together and you drop it from even higher. <laughs> um, I-, I was never bold enough to do anything big, so I dropped like tiny little twenty dollars uh-huh. sets. I never took like my Millennium Falcon and tossed it up in the air <laughs> and let it I, fall. I, I wasn't used, that person. I used to do the same thing with Rubik's cubes, where um, uh, there, anytime we went somewhere that would that would like um, my grand my grandparents had a house that had a landing or like just a little outlook, like you'd go up the stairs and you could see over into the living room. Um, and so I did a video where I pretended that I mixed up my Rubik's cube and regretted it. And I was like, why would I do that? And so I get angry and throw it over the side and then I went down and, um, it was solved. And so I basically did a, like, I did a cut, went down, solved it, came back and was like, oh, let's see how it was destroyed. And then it was solved and I freaked out and it was like. Wow. It was like D minus acting. <laughs> so that was all like summer of 2016, wow. I think. That's an intense and then, summer. That was a lot of yeah, content. My next, my next big, oh yeah, I was making like a video a day. Like this was before I had a part-time job <laughs> and school was really a life. thing. Yeah. So I had a ton of time to just sit there and make videos all day. And so my next big stop motion quote unquote project was uh, Lego Ninjago Civil War, which is like a whole thing. I had planned out like the whole thing and I released the teaser trailer, which uh, stole the teaser trailer music from uh, Captain America Civil War okay. where it's like divided. I was, I we was, fall. I was wondering if like if you like stole it from that or if it was just coincidence. Yeah, no, I did. No, I did. <laughs> I totally stole it. Blatant. I went to the trailer. And I, I went like, I took the trailer, I went YouTube to MP3, and I stole the music out of the trailer. <laughs> oh, it's such, so, a, such a sweet time converting your first YouTube to MP3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I do it and like then after that, I did like a, I did like a one-off series called Lego Multiverse, which is where I brought like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, 
um, and a couple other like Ninjago. Like I mixed them mm-hmm. all into one thing, which sounded like a good idea. <laughs> and I actually wanted to bring this back, but like the first, the first episode is a minute and forty nine seconds long, and then. Um, I made an intro for it that had like all of the characters that would be in it, and I used like this really cringy, you know, insert text here, oh. like one of those. Yeah, you know. So oh. the intro ended up taking a minute and two seconds of every episode. Oh my! So like, goodness. there's one that's two minutes and fifty seconds, and half of the video is just the intro. Wow, so, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So and then and then I got into recording my first podcast. Um, the TLM podcast, which is the the Lego Maniacs podcast. Oh, the and movie. my first my first ever episode was on the Lego Ninjago movie when we went off of just having a synopsis, and that was it. Oh, so like so, the movie hadn't even come out. You just talked about no. The synopsis. There was no trailer. There was no trailer. No sneak oh. preview. We didn't even know what the designs were. We li- I was literally going off of the synopsis that oh. had been released. So, and then I did, like, more of just the same stuff. Um, I did an episode of TLM podcast with Megan with no eye where we talked about Star Wars. Wait, and is then Megan I did a with no eye different episode. from Megan with no H? No, wait. I meant Megan with no H. Sorry. Oh. I'm getting my people I was confused. like, who are these Megans? <laughs> yeah. So, there's only one. So, but another video I did was my mom went to China for a week mm-hmm. and she brought back like these knockoff Lego sets mm-hmm. and I opened, built and reviewed them. And at the very beginning <laughs> of the video, I put a disclaimer um, and it says the video you're about to see contains knockoff Lego products. I do not promote the purchase of these items or endorse the company that makes them. I bought these to compare to official Lego. Like I put a whole disclaimer and oh everything at the beginning. That's intense. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it, and of course, when I backed out, because I had to pull up the video to see that, it took me all the way back up to the top, so I have to scroll back down. So then, <laughs> as time goes on, the next big significant video for me, which I remember this vividly, it was um, it was November of 2017. Wow, that is very specific. It was, a vi- well, no, it was November of 2016. It hasn't hit four years because we're not in November 2020 yet. Anyway, <laughs> so... I had just gotten my Xbox. It was brand new for Black Friday. I can see it now. It's still in good condition. Um, But I decided to record a video on a little show called Star vs. the Forces of Evil. A little show. Which, yeah, just a little show. You know, the Disney Channel original show. Uh, So I did that. And I made a video called What Happened at the Blood Moon Ball. Like, just a theory video. Mm -hmm. Just, like, spitting out there. Like, yeah, I really, honestly, I... I basically restated the episode and told you what happened in the episode <laughs> and called it a day. Uh, 25,000 views. Wow. So I did all that to the tune of 25,000 views. And it only had like 10,000. And then I got verified for monetization. So the other 15,000 were all monetized views. Hey, nice. So that was <laughs> nice. So, and then I changed the channel over right after that. I changed the channel over from the Lego Maniacs to ninja does youtube because i wanted to do Nin- more ninja does youtube yeah 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 yeah. so what? i'll get to that in a second but i wanted to do more videos than just lego videos 
So, like, I wanted to do gaming and stuff all in one place, which is a terrible idea. That is a horrible idea. Because my... One of my friends described it to me as like, so you subscribe to the Lego magazine to read the Lego magazine stuff inside. You don't want Xbox and PS4 and like Nintendo stuff thrown yeah. in your magazine. You're like, ew, get this out of here. I don't want this. So needless to say, I started uploading gaming videos and those just straight plummeted to the ground Oof. in terms of views, Oof. which was sad because I spent all of my time making those gaming videos mm-hmm. instead of the Lego videos and they would just plummet to the ground. So... But the, the reasoning behind Ninja Does YouTube is I was really inspired to start making YouTube videos way back when by Sky Does Minecraft. Ooh. So in an attempt to be completely unoriginal, I named myself Ninja Does YouTube because Ninja was like my own like personal uh-huh. original character that I had made. Yeah. Um, so then I started like uploading. Uh, I was still uploading mostly Lego stuff. I, but I I did make a I used to I did make a Christmas I did okay I'll let, I'm I'll let you go sorry because um, been... I <laughs> I watched um, very little of Sky Does Minecraft but I got in trouble for watching because he um, he cursed sometimes and so yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch him after that yeah I always kind of watched him like I would put headphones in and sit in my room and watch him because I thought he was hilarious like I I would I remember the days when I would sit in my room and just keep refreshing the subscriptions tab waiting for his new upload of the day oh. and when it didn't come right at three o'clock I would get really mad and I'm like Ugh, I'm free what have now. I been here for I popped popcorn. <laughs> like oh, wow. I, there were days when I popped popcorn and everything, and oh, I was like sitting there waiting for it, and it goodness. wouldn't come out. And I'm like, "Well, now what?" Oh, so that's funny. Yeah, but fast forwarding to kind of where we were at on the Lego Maniacs, I made a Christmas special, a brick film, or a stop motion special that got featured in like a compilation. So that was cool. Oh, that that is cool. Yeah. And then I did a. <laughs> Instead of doing a YouTube rewind for the channel, I did a brick film rewind where uh, from 2013 to 2016, where I showed like two videos from each year of animation up to that point. So two of my 2013 animations, two of my mm-hmm. 2014, et cetera, et cetera. So that was cool to kind of see, you know, how my animation had improved. And then I did more reviews, more Star vs. Force of Evil videos. I made a video on where's the channel going in 2017. Uh, where's the channel going? Into the ground. Thank you very much. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, so I, I basically ran my channel into the ground, not going to lie. So Because I was doing pretty good. And then I started doing the gaming stuff, which gave me an initial dip. And I was like, okay, so I guess this is where we're at now. And then about, I want to say, April, March or April of 2017, I went really heavy into the gaming and I stopped doing Lego pretty much altogether. And I did like a Minecraft series and I started doing Battlefront 2 and like all that. And the channel, like if you look at it in terms of analytics, the channel took a very sharp dip and hit the bottom. In all on the Lego Maniacs. Yes, all on the Lego Maniacs, by the way. Same channel. So, wow. And then I made a video that was really um, dramatic called Haters and the Reason Why I Changed My Channel Name. Because I, pay, I, played, I played video games with some really toxic people and I let them rule a little too much of my life. Not going to lie. Wow. And they basically bullied me into not making Lego videos anymore because they're like, oh, that's so cringy. Oh, bleh. And I was like, okay, fine. I wow. won't upload videos anymore. 
So that's why I ran the channel into the ground was in an attempt to, or a vain attempt to impress them and to be, uh, start quote, doing be cool. Yeah. So yeah. But right before that video, I uploaded a, a Ninjago music video that got 69,000 views. Nice. Uh, so that was a good hit for me. And then, um, none of the videos are up on the channel anymore, but between haters and the reason I changed my <laughs> channel name in the next video, time for an explanation. I uploaded a ton of Battlefront 2 videos, um, a ton of Minecraft videos, and like all this gaming stuff that I was pouring my heart and soul and time and effort into while being a high school student, by the way. And they got like no views whatsoever. So I was like, okay, what's going on? So then I made time for an explanation, and that was basically like me stepping back <laughs> on what I had said in the in the video prior. It's so dramatic. And then I started a, it's so and then dramatic. I started uploading Yeah. And then I started uploading Lego videos again. Which then the views started to go back up because I was doing the Lego stuff. Uh -huh. And I had a couple hits here. Like I uploaded um, set images, like when the new set images would come out. I uploaded a Ninjago when they got 14,000 views. So that kind of put my channel back on a ping mm -hmm. before YouTube, you know, blew the uh, search engine to hell. True. Um, True. So uh, speaking, of the, speaking of image videos, I got like five copyright strikes just from image <laughs> videos alone. <laughs> Not all at once. But, like, just over time, I would get one here, I would get one there. I think the most I've ever had it once is two. And I, like, stopped uploading, at, like, entirely. And I privated a bunch of videos that I thought were going to get striked. So I just, like, played it very safe. Um, so moving into 2018, Ooh. I started doing a lot more Ninjago stuff because that was what I loved. And I uploaded um, a couple Ninjago music videos, which... Um, one of them for the newer season got uh, 256,000 views. Mm -hmm. And then I did like reviews of every episode as the new episodes came out. So I was really getting into like doing that. And I did vlogs and reviews, a couple more music videos. And I did a moving vlog when I moved into my most, my last house. I did a moving vlog of like setting up all my studio and stuff. And <laughs> I did hauls. And I actually animated a stop motion music video for. Um, the Marvel Bunch, if you know what that is, which oh, is like the... Oh, when they did the... Um, was that with like Jimmy Fallon the, or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did That's the parody of the the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I animated that, which took me forever to do. So then... And then I started another podcast. Oh, my god. Believe it or not. Um, called the Brick Maniacs Podcast, which I did that with Megan with no H oh as well. Goodness. Um, this is but she was called podcast. Music Girl. Yeah, she she was called Music Girl back then. So, because wow. she really was like not into being like, oh, I don't want to be YouTube famous or whatever. So she used like an alias. And <laughs> don't stuff. worry about it. So, yeah, don't worry about it. So then um, the, the kind of like last big thing for my channel, I decided to do a completely original Ninjago stop motion series mm -hmm. called Rise of Anarchy, which... The intro video got 2,000 views. The trailer got 1,000 views. The first episode got 14,000 views. Jeez. Yeah. And, like, I had scripted out eight episodes. Like, I had I had finished the scripts. Everything was scripted out. And then, after I published the first episode, I realized how much work goes into making a stop-motion uh -huh. series. And I immediately was like, no, this is too much work. And I basically gave up. Because the the second mm -hmm. episode came out like three months later, 
in October. And then the next episode didn't come out till January 1st, 2019. And then the next episode after that didn't come out until July. So the episodes got really spaced out. Isn't there an entire podcast episode about Rise of Anarchy? Yeah. So go back. (laughs) So to keep, I'll give the, I'll give the short version here, but if you want to hear long of like what happened with that, uh, go to two nerds podcast episode four, Megan with no H and I talk about, um, what happened there. But basically I got sick of doing it. So I gave the animation to someone else and then that person quit on me, so I eventually just ended up canceling the series altogether. But there's more, so go check out that podcast. Oh, so wow. now, also dramatic. In between all of that, yes, so dramatic. So in between all of that, I uploaded more podcasts, uh, more episodes, more reviews, and then right in early 2019, I went through a phase where I like I I stopped uploading videos altogether because um, I was. I was dating someone at that time and then we broke up. So I got really depressed. So I stopped uploading altogether. So all of that work of like building up my channel Uh and actually doing good, just gone. Because, you know, if you're like, if you consistently upload, YouTube will notice Uh that, you know, you're like, okay, so we can suggest the videos this day of the week. Yep. So I was uploading three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wow. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. I struggle to get one a week. (laughs) Oh, now I do. Well, but now that you're then, making quality content, yeah. When you the, make the, when you see, make crappy content, you can do three days a week. <laughs> yeah, I was pushing out like mini figure three sixties three days a week. Wow, like well, that's not that it was hard. just to meet. <laughs> yeah, th- this is kind of when the channel started getting more like. This is where I started getting more like okay, what's gonna get clicks? What's gonna get views? Mm-hmm. What's gonna get revenue? What's gonna do good with the analytics like this is when i started thinking a lot more analytically about my channel instead of just uploading and having fun with it yeah so yeah i did a bunch of 360s i uploaded a ninjago music video uh born for this yeah i've told you about it before it has 1.2 million views Which i don't crazy. even know how that's possible crazy i don't even know how that's possible but it does it does when i go on my account now to just check like comments they're usually all from that video so yeah, I I went through and I like got super depressed and I stopped uploading. Not to mention the fact that about uh, a year prior, I forgot to mention this, but YouTube changed their uh, minimum requirements for um, ad revenue, for monetization. So I was under the new set of requirements, so I lost my monetization for eight months, I think, because I needed to hit like a thousand mm-hmm. subscribers. And then once I did that, I was able to get reinstated and you know reapply but i lost a lot of ad revenue over that yeah because that right of course in that period of when i had no monetization i was getting upwards of like 500 600 views on every single video and i was like of course of course now i do so um my first big video back after my little depression phase was I made an anime opening for the Ninjago seasons, which was really fun mm-hmm. to do nonetheless. But then it got kind of tedious to do like over and over again. Cause I yeah. tried to like get them on a consistent schedule and for my 3000 subscriber special, I did a tour of my entire Lego collection. I made a video essay on Ninjago, which has 25,000 views. Good grief. Um, I mean, it was I did... like a channel like it. <laughs> Yeah, like, I was actually a functioning channel with a community that would actually reply and be like, hey, 
this is what we want from you in terms of videos and this is what you know we want you to do so as time went on i did upload throughout the summer and i made a trailer uh called ninjago rise of anarchy the final episodes because i was finally going to sit down and be like okay we're going to finish this and then i didn't <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, i uploaded that video and then two months later i uploaded the next episode and then i that was the last episode that got uploaded because after that we're getting into fall 2019 and if anybody oh remembers youtube in fall 2019 was kind of a hot mess because youtube was like okay kappa is going to come strike down on all of these lego mm -hmm. youtube channels for uploading for kids or whatever yep so and then this time. was also like yeah there's one video on my channel that i that i hate because it's so bad like in terms of just huh. quality it's a uh, is lego ruby possible which oh, it's right here. It, w it was an it was an okay video like the script was really tight and like the idea was tight but i got so lazy with the editing instead of like <laughs> creating concept images or even trying to mock those things up uh -huh. i just threw in pictures from the show and like Oof. just extended them to be a certain amount of time each and it was basically a podcast honestly yeah. like it was just audio that's so then <laughs> after that after mulling over that and seeing how bad that video did and like just being generally demotivated to work on uh -huh. channels i made a video called my final video in which i did a face reveal well well it's my because... final video question mark my final well, yeah, now, video now now it's my final video but when i uploaded it <laughs> it was my final video period Whoa. because i was like okay cop is coming to strike down i'm also not feeling passionate about making these videos anymore so, and that's when I kind of announced like, hey, I'm moving over to Nick with no K where I'm not holding myself to mm -hmm. a set video schedule. Uh, ha ha. Huh. Uh, into uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm uh -oh. theme here. <laughs> um, I'm not holding myself to a set schedule. I'm not putting what I want. I have a podcast. Oh, like, do you know how ironic that is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like now I, that, I, now I came you... up with all these promises that I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do this, 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 and this. And now I'm here and I'm like, well, great. Now I'm doing this, 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 and this. Every Saturday. <laughs> This is us recording, and then you're, like, recording videos in advance so you can stick yeah, to the Yeah, and now I'm like, wow, you made this video. You made a thumbnail for a video. Like, you made the thumbnail. That we haven't even recorded like, yet. Like, not even recorded. Like, props to you. I post videos on Monday. I schedule them on Sunday, and that's when I make thumbnails. <laughs> yeah, I, I... Making thumbnails is fun. Yeah, um, it's fine. There's So, yeah. I made I made my final video and I kind of like outed myself for being like, oh yeah, I've been making videos for the money. So this video yeah. is not going to be monetized, which it's still not. I never enabled monetization. Like it wasn't like I said it wasn't and then I monetized it anyway. For morals. No, I... <laughs> for moral reasons. Yeah, because morals. I actually, you know, kept monetization off and it's still off to this day. Um, but yeah, I did a face reveal because I was like, everybody who's stuck around with me this long might as well see mm -hmm. my face, which made it 10 times easier to make videos because as quarantine came around, I decided to do a live stream of building a set I got while in quarantine this year. Yeah. Um, also, I uploaded, a st I uploaded a stupid TikTok to my YouTube channel <laughs> and it got 1.6 thousand views. Oh my goodness. I was like, wow, okay then. Uh, so yeah, I came back and I made like a channel update video called Return of the Lego Maniacs where I sat outside on, in a chair, and I basically was like, "Hey, I'm coming back. This can is I, what I'm planning to do." Can I just do. point out how dramatic this entire thing is? <laughs> like my yeah. final video. What question mark? Question mark. 
and then and like, then in all caps return of return the Lego maniacs. Of the Lego maniacs. <laughs> Yeah, and then, so basically my promise was I'm going to do something about the end of Rise of Anarchy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to react to all these new Ninjago episodes, and I'm going to do, like, a bunch of video essays and stuff, which basically was to get me through the summer because I needed ad revenue. So I went back to YouTube for the ad revenue. Again, for the money, heathen. And then, no, because I was at, like, $95 in my AdSense account. And I was like, okay, I just need, like, a bump. (laughs) <laughs> to get me over because you know you can't withdraw no. unless it's over 100 so once i got over that 100 mark and i withdrew my account i was like eh, i don't need to make videos anymore <laughs> so i haven't uploaded again i just silently disappeared i did three reaction videos i put all of like because someone had animated rise of anarchy like episodes uh five and six uh-huh. that never got uploaded so i just smushed all of those clips together i extended like there's text at the beginning of the video that takes up like a minute and a half for oh one text goodness. bubble just so I could bump it over 10 minutes so I could put mid-roll ads in Ooh. there and make more money off of the oh, video. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. And I hate it. But then as soon as I got over that like 100 on AdSense, I was like, okay, I'm done. And I haven't uploaded since then. <laughs> you made the video calling yourself out for just... I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and then, then I went back and did it again. So, so yeah, that's the Lego Maniacs in a nutshell. It went from being really fun and me having fun doing it to um, a cash cow that I can't stop. Huh. Which, it's an needless addiction. to say, when I quit, when I quit, when I uploaded my final video, I had like 3.5 thousand subs. Mm-hmm. I gained a thousand subs just after uploading that video. Like, I told people, like, I'm not making any more videos. Gains a thousand subs. I'm like, hello. Hey, I need to try that. I'm not that. making any more content. I need to try that. I kept, I kept, like, putting in the community tab. I was like, hey, go to Nick with No K to watch my new stuff. Uh-huh. And people would, like, just, like, keep watching the Lego Maniacs. And I'm like, what? Stop. No. <laughs> go to the new. So I haven't uploaded in two months, and I've gained another thousand subs. Wow. Like, that's hilarious. I checked my social blade. I checked my social blade. I'm on track to hit 6,000 subs by the end of September. So, wow, that's really funny to me. (laughs) And I completely emptied out my AdSense account two months ago, and I'm back up to like 30 bucks now. Good grief. And I haven't uploaded at all. So I feel like this channel is just going to be that thing that kind of slowly creates views because most Uh Lego videos are kind of timeless. Yeah. Like, well, you know, some is Lego Ruby, like is Lego Ruby possible? That's kind of like a timeless video. I mean, it it is until the show ends, but it just kind of can sit there and it'll get, you know, suggested in the mm-hmm. ad feeds. I'm waiting for YouTube to pick up a video that I actually have monetized because that yeah. video, they got 1.2 million views. Of course, I didn't get to make any money off of because, because of that's how copyright music. works. Yeah, yeah. My, my most so, popular video has copyrighted music in it. And this, this is not a humble brag. It's more of a frustration. I have not made a single cent off of YouTube ever. Um, I would love to do that, but I haven't. It's and it's an interesting feeling, it, um, because they have like the self certification for ads now. Because mm-hmm. when I started uploading the newer videos, they like want you to say, "Oh, is your video suitable for advertisers?" Uh-huh. And you can just click none of the above. Like it has no violence or nudity or oh. cussing or any of that, and you can just hit none of the above, and it'll go through as like, "Okay, suitable for advertisers." Okay, cool. So it can have everything. <laughs> And it can get certified as none of the above. Well, you know. Now, my, of course, they'll go through and auto check it of later. Of course. Well, but, my content is like, you know, I don't, 
I don't do any of that. Like, so I, it's just about building the audience. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. by the way, yeah. is and hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I hate, like, because I've gone from the Lego Mania, like, okay, so I went from St- Super Star Wars Fan 67, which was a, okay, like, yeah, nothing. And then I spent, what, five, four years working on the Lego Maniacs. And then, like, the feeling of actually having a community that will reply to you when mm-hmm. you say things and your videos getting more than five views every time you upload is a great feeling because <laughs> it, it makes you incentivized to want to upload more. It and is. then you switch over to Nick with No K that has 56 subscribers. And I'm like, um, it's like, why well, is no one watching? <laughs> Yeah, and so you like it's so I have to do this grind all over again, it's, and it's frustrating. It is frustrating, and it's also like it's also partially just YouTube because no one opens YouTube and goes, "I'm gonna search for small creators" unless they want someone to follow that will follow them back. That is the only way that people will search intentionally search for small creators on YouTube. People, right. people. Because you're here, like, the average person on YouTube is here for, like, election coverage mm-hmm. or news or, or PewDiePie you know, like, or, like, yeah. big name people. Well, They're not here for was, us who are I the smaller people. I was talking people. to someone the other day and they said, oh, hey, I was talking about um, the videos I was working on. He said, oh, I should subscribe to you on YouTube. I just started um, really using YouTube. He says, I just watch um, Minecraft Let's Plays and Mr. Beast. <laughs> And, exactly. Most people are here for like Mr. Mm-hmm. Beast and stuff. And like, well, you know, I watch. Um, I got sucked into a couple months ago. I got sucked into Mario Kart Let's Plays, where it was oh, just. Um, it was just this. Um, it was a compilation of a stream on Twitch, and he mar- modded Mario Kart Wii to go online again. Oh boy! And so it was like all these crazy tournaments of Mario Kart Wii, like this game that I love and they're like an hour long and I'd sit and watch the whole thing. And I was like, what the heck? Why? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's mm-hmm. the recommendations are like, on one hand, they're amazing. Like I, they're so good at recommending things that I can get sucked into for hours. Right. But, and they won't recommend my content to other people. Right. Like, I did this today, and I know we talked about this off the podcast, but if you go on YouTube and you search Two Nerds Podcast, Mm -hmm. this podcast does not show up, like, at all. Like, you have to really scroll down Uh to find Two Nerds Podcast by us. The SEOs. There's, like, a whole other one, and it's just, it's really infuriating because it's, like, I mean, sure, Two Nerds Podcast, probably not the most original name you can think of, (laughs) but... I mean, my Spotify numbers, my, like, anchor that I publish the podcast mm-hmm. through, those numbers are significantly higher than YouTube because they... Anchor, I think, specifically does a better job of putting it out and, like, actually distributing it than YouTube does. Mm-hmm. So, and also Anchor lets you monetize uh, from day one, which I'm sure there's an ad yeah. somewhere in this podcast, probably about halfway through. Hey, because it, it suggests that I put a mid-roll. Speaking of Anchor. Hey, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a it's a mid-roll ad now. Um, it was at the beginning, but then they were like, no, do mid-roll because you might get more sponsorships. And I'm like, okay. Cool. So, <laughs> Whatever yeah, brings I, it's in a the mid-roll now. So, yeah. what, so switching, switching gears a little bit, anyone that wants to start 
making videos, um, not just for YouTube, like YouTube and just general, what do you say to them? Um, my first, my first note would be don't expect your videos to be perfect Mm -hmm. because if you sit down and I, I suffer from this a lot because I just have too high expectations of myself. Same. But if you sit down and like, so for me, for example, I make video essays mostly, Mm -hmm. um, and also moving back into skip content. Um, you have to say sketch. But. Because do I have to? Well, you don't have to. Skit and sketch literally mean the same thing, except sketch sounds more professional. Okay. Because okay. you so, think sketch comedy like oh Saturday Night Live oh right, um, right skit is like the Boy Scouts put on the cutest little skit at the campsite. Oh okay, so yeah, I'm, <laughs> I do mostly video essays and tip. sketch videos. Yeah, so I work on that too. That sounded better. But I suffer from like i see all these other people that i watch who make video essays and i'm like wow that's so good i want to do that Mm -hmm. and then even like just down to like writing my script for it i'm like wow this is nothing like what this other person who's been doing video essays forever so don't expect yourself to be there it's it's a it's a working it's a work in progress like you have to work at it Mm -hmm. and you'll eventually get better at it like Doing YouTube for eight or so years now, like, total, has really taught me, like, okay, so whatever you do, you need to start from the ground up. Like, even in the podcast, like, I've learned so much about doing a podcast. If you go back and listen to the first episode, we've gone from, you know, me talking about, you know, Ruby in the first episode Mm -hmm. where it was Colin with no eye and I, we were talking about that and, like... I was just recording his Discord audio and it was really patchy. And if the internet went down, it was like a whole debacle. To now, everybody who's on the podcast records their own audio. They get synchronized. There's music in the background. We have better thumbnails. We have an intro and an outro music. Like, just in the less than a year, even that I've been doing this podcast, it's like I'm learning as I go how to make Mm -hmm. the podcast better and how to do things better. Like I bought a new microphone because my old one was kind of on its last legs and I need to get a new one anyway. So just learning how to do all those things where you are improving. Like even my first few sketch videos I did on Nick with no K manga is considered reading and allergies suck. uh, I was highly like not highly, but the people I sent allergies suck to, Mm -hmm. um, that video, they were like, uh, this one's not your yeah. best. Like, it's not. And it's also. Like, it wasn't the greatest. It's also important to show show things to people that will be brutally honest with you. Because right. there, um, there have been videos that I've written that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest idea ever. And I show it to people and they're like, what on earth is this? A right. great example would be I wrote a video a couple months ago called the not so great puppet show and it was gonna be okay i don't know why i thought this was a good idea i'm so glad i got talked out of it but it was a puppet show that was um the whole thing was characters based on mickey mouse clubhouse but they just got out of prison (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so it was like the kids would say like no you know things that they say on like blues clues so they're like can you help me find that and they like say it wrong and then they like scream at the kids um 
And then in the end, okay. in the end, there's like a gas leak. <laughs> and he like, he lost uh, some kind of storyline where he lost his sense of smell um, doing some kind of robbery. Um, and so he couldn't smell there was a gas leak and he passed out at the end. And that's how it ended. And the whole thing was in like this really squeaky Mickey Mouse voice. And I showed it to my sister and she was like, She's like, you can do this if you want, but I do not endorse this. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, I was, so I had planned to make a video on uh, mask wearers versus non-mask wearers, because yeah. it's kind of like, if you, and I don't mean to get political or anything, that's not what I'm trying no. to do here, but no. just personally, the way I see it, there's a lot of silly arguments on both sides, so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let me take, like, let me exaggerate the kind of silly parts about both sides yeah, for the sake make of that comedy. A video. Right. To be funny. And then I thought about like, maybe that's not such a good idea because really, if you think about it, like if you upload the video, people are going to be offended either way uh-huh. because that's just kind of how this conversation goes. Exactly. Is it doesn't matter if you're trying to be funny, it's going to get politicized and people are going to be like, Oh, well, where do you stand? And I'm like, well, that's not, what I'm here for I'm here to make a funny video Mm -hmm. so I just decided against making that video altogether because I didn't want to deal with that I have a much better video in its place Um, so yeah Yeah. that's that is and I would I go ahead (laughs) (laughs) I that's what I I don't like the delay on Skype that's why but um, yeah I would recommend to anyone like have a close friend or someone like a family member Mm -hmm. or a sibling that you can share an idea or a script or you know like have someone that you can share an idea with and Mm -hmm. be like hey this is what i'm thinking do you think this is a good idea like how can i tweak it because for me for all of my sketch videos before i was just kind of like doing the acting on my own and kind of like doing general acting and then now i'm having megan with no h since she's like a theater geek, <laughs> uh, or I'm sorry, a theater nerd. She'll kill me if I call her a theater <laughs> geek. Uh, but since she's more like she's better at acting, uh-huh. she's helping me do better acting on camera. Exactly. So it's not as cringy and it actually is good. And she's mm-hmm. working with me on the writing too, like kind of. So just having someone to bounce the ideas off of mm-hmm. and work with them to keep your video from being bad, basically, exactly. is a really good thing. So. And that in tandem with don't expect yourself to be perfect. mm -hmm. I've been, um, you know, my, my sister, Sam, she's a writer. And so it's, I've been like incredibly blessed with her knowledge. You can follow her at writinglikeaboss.com. Um, you, um, like just the, I don't know, she's much more of a serious writer. And so she's like writing a book right now. And so, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. And so, like, just having that, like, legitimate input, like, the serious input, like, this is writing. It's not, like, yeah, it's just a goofy YouTube video, but it's writing. Like, you you have to take it seriously. Right. And you want your writing to be tight of in, course. you know, everything that you write. Like, you don't want it to just be mm-hmm. silly, you know, ooh. Well, and that's... So, like, that's, yeah, you can... That's where movies like Cars 2 come in, where you're like, oh... Oh, my gosh. We don't have to bring up Cars 2 again, Jackson. We don't have to bring up Cars 2 again, Jackson. 
I had to slip that in. No, you didn't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would also say um, don't start YouTube expecting people to watch because no one's going to yeah. watch. Like, My... I, don't, I don't mean that to sound mean. Oh, I don't see. mean that to sound harsh. I mean that to sound truthful. No one is going to watch. <laughs> Actually, I, I feel like I'm a really bad example of this because I'm going to say <laughs> my first video on Nick with No K was a it was my first time I went to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, it was a vlog. It got 74 views, but but it was that is not that wasn't usually first, what happens. That wasn't your first video. If you go, right, like, if you're like Super Star Wars fan 67, when you first posted that video, right. no one saw it. <laughs> right, we're talking like two views, mm-hmm. maybe. And that's what you're gonna and so get. You always, and as you, you always have like that, your mom that shares it on Facebook, and like one of her mm-hmm. friends that watches it and then turns it off halfway through. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really like. And even the podcast, like, it launched super great. And I'm super Mm -hmm. lucky that, like, the first episode of the podcast got more than five views. And, you know, part of it is also, like, if you're going to do something like a podcast, try to be consistent about doing it. Mm -hmm. That is something that I really struggled with up until now. Because there's, like, I uploaded, what, the first four or five episodes of the podcast and then there was nothing for two months, and then there was another episode a month later, and then there was nothing for four months. So yeah, there's there's a lot of time in between episodes, which means nobody really got attached to the podcast, mm-hmm. or anybody who did, who was watching it weekly when I was putting it out weekly before, had lost interest because you know there was nothing there new, was nothing for months, for <laughs> four months. So you really like if you're going to do something like a podcast, stay consistent with uploading, mm-hmm. but. If you're not, there was a bug on my microphone. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was weird. You so, hear like this. Zzz. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're just gonna do sketch comedy, then yeah, you can have a little more lenience mm-hmm. with, you know, maybe you go every two weeks or once a month, mm-hmm. like depending on how long your videos are. Like if you're if you're doing like a short film. Do it once a month. Yeah. Like, well, it's, you don't have to put yourself in, oh, I need to make a short film every single week. Yeah. It's like, well, I would definitely say quality over quantity. Yes. So if you, because if you do quantity over quality, you're going to have 200 terrible videos. That's, and that's n- what happened with the Lego Maniacs. <laughs> that's not, not what you want at all. Basically, I read a great book that I recommend to every single, anyone who just, even if you're just like filming videos of your kid's birthday, I recommend reading How to Shoot Video That Doesn't Suck by Steve Stockman. It is the, it is the most influential book I've ever read. Besides the Bible, of course, but that goes without saying. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> the Bible is very influential. Indeed. But... But how to shoot, yeah, how to shoot that out, video I by, that, that doesn't suck. It um, it changed the way I thought about video. But yeah, it's I could probably give so, to read something it. I learned about in um, in the book is the opposite of good is off. People like in the times of YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, there's something else that's good right there. So if you're not good, it's so easy to find something that is. And so you need to be brutally honest with yourself and say, is this good content? Right. And it goes back to finding someone else that can tell you if it's good content. Right. And usually 
when I'm editing videos, I'll get mm-hmm. I'll get Megan on FaceTime and I'll like put the camera up to the computer screen yeah. and I'll let her watch it and be like, okay, is this editing tight? Do mm-hmm. I need to change anything? Can I, you know, tweak things here and there? And I do the same thing for the thumbnails. So everything is like, mm-hmm. I show it to people so that along the steps I can be like, okay, do I need to change anything? So that way, by the time I get to the final product, it's basically perfect mm-hmm. or as perfect as, as it can get. As good as it'll get. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of what mm-hmm. that's kind of what I go for, and also probably the most important part of you know doing YouTube at all: upload what you want exactly. to upload. Exactly. Upload what you are passionate. People about. that are like, "What do y'all want me to upload?" Like, that's not a reason to upload. You right. will not. You will not be making any money off YouTube for a very long time. So there's no. Mm-hmm literally no incentive to like upload something you don't want to upload (laughs) right i think i went six years no like five years without making any money off of youtube Mm -hmm. but and then once i got it obviously it got taken away for a little bit (laughs) but yeah Yeah, now you have to have like we heard the story yeah we heard the documentary (laughs) (laughs) that whole story could have been a podcast in and of itself so whatever you're not gonna make any money you're you're never gonna make money for a while Mm -hmm. so that gives you plenty of time to figure out okay this is what i'm passionate about how do i turn that into a video or Mm -hmm. how do i make a video like if you're passionate about star wars do video essays or do sketch videos yeah if you're passionate about God forbid, uh, Ruby, you know, make a Ruby <laughs> podcast, like that kind of thing. Uh, Ruby is a, Ruby is a very awful show. Like it is like just, it's a great concept and I love it for what it's done for the animation industry, but just from a writing standpoint, it is a, a terrible show. A terrible I've show. I've never seen it or heard of it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll take your word on but, that one. Yeah. So, you know, if that's what you're passionate about, do that. That's how this podcast mm-hmm. got started. It was... We were supposed to be covering Ruby every week, and then we didn't. Really? So, wow. Yeah, we only did the first mm-hmm. two episodes, and then we were just gonna wait till the season was over to recap the entire season, and then that came around, and we didn't do it. So, well, <laughs> I'd also yeah. say that's quite. Oh, you can go ahead. The, the delay yeah. is. So I was gonna bad. say, like Nick with No K, the channel is kind of a amalgamation of videos Mm -hmm. like obviously all the podcast episodes are on here i have disney vlogs sketch videos i made like an office intro parody with footage (laughs) from a vlog i went on but that's you and you know like you you are what you are marketing like it's just you Mm -hmm. and your fun adventures and crazy ideas and your conversations and so it works um i'm kind of in a and then like there's the two there's the two Clone Wars video essays I did, mm-hmm. which I had a ton of fun making those because I was able yeah. to sit down and talk about what I'm passionate about. I love exactly. the Clone Wars beyond belief. Like, it's it was something I was able to sit down and be like, okay, I want to share my passion for the Clone Wars with these people. And I didn't expect it to get a ton of views. And it didn't get a ton of views compared mm-hmm. to, like, like, as many views as I've gotten on my most popular video. It got, like, no views compared <laughs> to that. But it was still... A ton of fun to mm-hmm. put together and work on and edit and like i got to try new editing things which that's something i try to do mm-hmm. every video always is i try to try splice in a little stuff. always yes, i 
That is the always only, trying to the only way put in a little learn. new editing thing. Well, every every video I make. Apparently, I got to a point in my video creation where people started coming to me for advice. Where they were like, "How do I get to this point?" And I was like, "Why are you asking me? I'm an idiot." But um, they're like, "How did you get to the point that you're at?" I edited videos for nine years. <laughs> yeah, just keep going and try new things. And you'll get better. And if you don't know how to do something, Google it. It's not that hard. Yeah. There's so many resources out there. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know how to use Adobe? Like, YouTube it or Google it. Like, there's tons yeah, of videos it's out there. so, like, and, you know, like, you don't have to, you don't have to start, like, if you just want to make videos about you, like, making cookies. You love making cookies. Like, you don't need to subscribe to the adobe creative cloud to edit those videos learn imovie it's phenomenal software and then when right. you get and to it, the point where all it's doing is holding you back that's when you upgrade mm-hmm. which i've been stuck in that boat for a while my computer is so slow I'm, I'm getting a new one soon <laughs> so well i'll probably have the new one by the time this episode comes out oh congratulations uh, so yeah that's exciting but then, uh, then again but another thing yeah go ahead Another thing I'll say is you don't need a super fancy setup. No. This is something I was not told when I started. <laughs> so I went and dropped like $300 on equipment for making videos that got no views. Exactly. I bought like I bought like four different lights to, you know, light my set and I bought, you know, background lights and backgrounds like mm-hmm. especially for doing the Lego reviews and I spent a ton of money on just like getting tripods and different like camera things and you don't need any Mm -hmm. of that if you got a phone if you got anything like an iphone 8 or newer you're fine you don't need a expensive dslr i mean if you have one already go ahead yeah Yeah, if if all you got is an iphone i shoot all of my videos on my iphone 8 Mm -hmm. like that's just like what i have my most one of my um, I won't say my most popular video because that's just not true. Um, one of my favorite videos I have is Keeping Up With The Rexes. And it's Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but one of us is in like an di- inflatable dinosaur suit. And so it's just like... <laughs> I watched that It's one. just like, oh, thank you. This is like fake, like fantasized drama and it's insane. But it... Because it's just a dinosaur. And it's it was shot 100% on my phone. Like, and it's... It's very eye-opening for me, especially because, like, I I use the DSLR, but, like, the difference between one of my DSLR videos and the Keeping Up With The Rex's video, like, I don't notice. And so... Yeah, the line between the quality is getting more and more blurred, especially as, like, the iPhones and iPads get newer mm-hmm. and the cameras get better. Like, the iPhone... What's the most recent one? The 11? Like the... Uh, yeah, well, they've the, shot the tw- like professional music videos on iPhone 11. Yeah, I did. Uh, it's crazy. I did a video every time I talk about videos. This one comes up. It's how to social distance. Don't post political videos. People is. <laughs> yeah, but... I. Yeah, that's a. It's a. It's a hard place to post. Anytime those. Anytime kind of I talk about videos, it comes back to this one. But how to social distance with Jack and Harrison, the same Jack and Harrison from the Jack and Harrison show, as you may know us from. <laughs> but um, he shot 
It was, I shot mine, and he shot his. We still live, like, super far apart across the country. He His was on an iPhone X. Mine was on my DSLR camera. They are literally side by side the entire video, and you don't notice. Yeah. So don't spend, like, $500 to make good videos because you don't need it. Yeah, it's kind of helpful in a way, but, like... You got to ask yourself what's worth it and what's not. Right. Like I've been recently, I've been upgrading some of my um, technology Mm -hmm. and stuff I use for filming one, because I'm going to film school or well, by the time this comes out, I'll be in film school currently. Um, Ah, thank you. Thank you. I know it's a, it's an achievement. I would, you know, kind of why I make YouTube videos and, (laughs) you know, making YouTube was part of what helped me make that Mm -hmm. decision that this is a career I want to go down. But because I'm doing that, I bought, um, this is going to sound super technical, but (laughs) I bought a cardioid mic for my phone. Yeah. So when I go out, like go, when I go to Disney and vlog, it's, it blocks out the wind and it, you know, it's better Mm -hmm. at focusing on just my voice because you know, the iPhone the iPhone microphone is not the best. No. Like the default microphone. To clarify, gear upgrades aren't bad. If you need the upgrade, right? go by all means. Unnecessary upgrades are, I wouldn't say they're bad, but they're unnecessary. Right. So like I used to edit solely from iMovie on my iPad. Mm-hmm. And then my iPad started getting too slow. So I jumped to what I have on my old laptop is Wondershare Filmora which I used that for a little while. It was like 40 bucks for the year. Mm -hmm. So I ended up editing way more than 40 bucks worth of videos. Uh, I would know because they made money off of them. (laughs) Um, So that was a (laughs) worthwhile software upgrade for me. And then like I just got a new Blue Yeti microphone, Mm -hmm. which is $150 microphone. But I had to think about, okay, well, I'm going to start doing more video essays soon. And I'm going to need something new, like especially, yeah, since I'm jumping more into doing more podcast episodes, I'm going to need new equipment. And like I bought the cardioid mic because I'm going to be doing filming outside and inside and like I need a better microphone for Mm -hmm. my phone. So, yeah, it's just like I got uh, um, or well, yeah, needless to say, equipment upgrades are okay, And if you know, you have a little and. I guess I can get your feedback on this too, mm-hmm. but in terms of like things I would definitely recommend you getting is a tripod, most definitely. You don't need a huge one. No. Um, the tripods I have were all like $20 tripods on Amazon. Same. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So I don't remember what. I think my tripod brand I have now is like Ubeezy. Uh, that's my handheld one I have for my phone for like going out and recording vlogs or when I need to get closer to the ground. And then there's an, which that was like 20 bucks. And then the Amazon basics one I have is a bigger one that goes up to like seven feet. Uh, and that Mm -hmm. was also 20 bucks. So there's inexpensive options for getting equipment. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to go to Best Buy and buy like a $60 tripod for your phone. Not at Best Buy. Like just get the cheap (laughs) stuff on Amazon that works. Yeah. Well, this is this goes into um a mentality I've built up is what works works. Where you shouldn't be you shouldn't be like, "Oh, this works, but I want it to be more professional." Who cares? What works works. 
Right. And it doesn't need to be the most professional. No. Like, like, it's just my videos. You're not yeah, George Lucas. My videos all look okay. Yeah. Like, especially my Disney vlog, like my most recent one, the the back at mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom post-lockdown, it was all film. Like, I kept my phone on the tripod mm-hmm. the whole time. And the only thing I ever did was switch between the outer camera and the inner camera based on what I was recording. That's it. And, I mean, I set my phone to record 1080p, 60fps. Yeah. Of um, course. Not- which is too much of a strain on my laptop, by the way. <laughs> so it ends up coming out at like 720, 30 FPS Oof. by the time I'm done with it, which is really frustrating. That is frustrating. So I filmed a video um, with my church a, a long time ago. Um, it was like a like a promo for like the fall retreat coming. Um, the needless to say, I can't really badmouth the church on this podcast. But the video did not turn out well. <laughs> um, we, they accidentally recorded it in like 6K. And so... I didn't even know that existed. Apparently, like four, six, four or 6K. And it was a big deal because no one's computers could handle it. And so we had all this footage. And everyone was like, well, we have to edit it. It was like, whose computer can handle 4K footage just long enough to export it to 1080p? <laughs> Right. Like, I can't... Like, my computer now barely handles the 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to edit because there are, like, some precision edits I need to make to yeah. cut a certain clip out. But because it's so laggy, I end up either overcutting the clip mm-hmm. or undercutting the clip. And then there's, like, oh, there's a little sliver of that little bit mm-hmm. that is left in there. So when it switches to the next clip, you see a sliver of the next, and then it jumps. Exactly. It's, like, one frame. Well, and the, it's so frustrating. The difference, like, 0.2 seconds sounds like no time at all. The difference cutting 0.2 seconds off of a clip in the flow is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, like I have to flow. really magnify, because my mm-hmm. uh, Filmora lets you, like, get super close <laughs> in to make those little precision cuts. There have been times when I cut, like, a millisecond off a video, and it's, like, so big, and it looks like it takes up <laughs> the whole timeline. You're like, that's too it's much. It's great. It's amazing. That's really funny. Um, but talking about necessities, um, definitely tripod. Something something to put your phone or something to put your whatever you're recording with on anywhere you want. Because I, when I was doing my Rubik's Cube videos, I would build up. I had so many Rubik's Cubes, it's insane. I literally have a box full of them. I'll have to send you a picture That's later. That's cool. It's awesome. But I would stack Rubik's Cubes and then put my phone on that and record off of that, which is fine. But, like, you have no idea how much easier it is to just put it on a tripod. So tripod Mm -hmm. and external microphone. Yes. And the the cardioid mic I got is, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. It's not... And it comes with a... It comes with a little... um, handheld thing for you to grip like it comes with a grip yeah. for your phone because it's it's a uh, it's made specifically for vlogging like that's what the kit is for you could, but you, you know, could get into some not only you could get into some good affiliate marketing here <laughs> yeah I, we should set up an amazon affiliate <laughs> link i might do that honestly uh yeah i've thought I need to i've thought about it too um i know people that do because it because then i can just start linking all of my equipment mm-hmm. in the description of my video every video and and then maybe eventually someone I will. Uh, well, it's different with film equipment. It's like, oh, I found this. 
I'm going to spend $200 through this link, you'd get like, you know, some money if they spent $200. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't cost them anything. No. That's the best part. This sounds like a sponsorship for the no, Amazon it's, affiliate it's, program. <laughs> no, we're not no. sponsored by Amazon. I, I wish. That would be amazing. I would, yeah. You know, if Amazon did want to sponsor us, uh-huh. that would be great. <laughs> but you don't, like, the lavalier microphone I have, it's like $20. And so, like, anything that can bring the audio closer to you is, like, so much, so worth oh. your investment. Also, read the reviews on instagram or not instagram amazon read the reviews because you do not want to buy a product and then it not work yes i spent extensive time researching like before i bought this external mic i have for my phone i like looked up youtube videos on the product i looked at the amazon Mm -hmm. reviews and i made 100 percent sure before i spent this money even though it's 50 bucks it's not nothing crazy especially microphones i made sure Yes, I made sure, like, I listened to audio quality tests. I did the same thing with this Blue Yeti mic before I bought it. I made sure that this is like, okay, this is what it's going to sound like. This is mm-hmm. how it's going to work. And here, I think it's a good thing. Um, I I did YouTube research on the microphone. I didn't do that on the tripod. I just read yeah. the reviews on the tripod. Well, you know, there's um, not really a benefit. Well, watching... Like, YouTube research on a microphone, like, you hear it, and you hear it with different speakers, and, like, what it, different voices of different people, and what it sounds like. On a tripod, it's, like, it's sturdy. It's like, okay, cool, I'll buy that one. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, you just, just make sure you look at the reviews Mm -hmm. on Amazon before you buy it. And I feel like that's such a duh moment, but I feel like it has to be said. (laughs) Yeah, there's tons of, like, great tripods on Amazon mm-hmm. for incredibly cheap, too. Like, I don't think, in terms of just buying uh, equipment for Nick with no K, mm-hmm. I want to say I've spent $200, maybe. I mean, that's... My Blue that's Yeti good. microphone makes up for most... <laughs> well, no, maybe 250 <laughs> But the Blue Yeti microphone makes up for 150 of that. Okay. So... So, Give or take another $100 on tripods and the lavalier I have and the cardioid I have. I'm trying to so, think. I've spent... Because I got, I got lights, like soft boxes. Oh, um, I haven't done that. Um, well, they're really only, really only necessary for... Um, I needed them because some of the... I have like an older house, and so some of the rooms just straight up don't have lights. Uh-huh. And so, like... It's it's a really big difference if you're in a dark room and you just turn on the softbox and it's like, whoa, I can see the person now. But right. it's also... And you also have a green screen, I too. do. I use it. It's so nice for the green screen because I can put them... I have I'm kind of jealous because I have some things that I could really use a green screen for, but I don't want to go out and like actually buy one. Well, I'm too cheap to buy a green screen. I have... My green screen is 10 by 7 foot. Okay, it is like it is a behemoth of a green cloth. It is that too sounds big. really big, and it, I also have a stand for it, but the stand is really cheap. Um, so I just use. Does it just like collapse in? Like yes. How do you store that? Well, it's um, it comes in a bag. The stand or the screen? The the screen. Oh well, it's just a giant cloth. And so, or well, there's a few different ones. Mine is just basically a giant green cloth. And so I can just fold it like you would a blanket. 
um, uh-huh. or you can get the pop out ones that you like just like cram into a small circle. Um, I thought about getting one of those because setting up the giant one, it takes about an hour. <laughs> and yeah, it's I have a yeah. I have a space in my room where I could put one that like stands and I can just leave it on the wall. Yes, but I haven't like I haven't actually gone out and you know bought one yeah i i used to have a spot um in our old house i had a spot where i could put it and just leave it and so like guests would come over and stay and be like nice green screen (laughs) thanks bro i was like thanks (laughs) um and that was uh a lot easier because i could just be like okay green screen video go now i'm like okay in four days i'm gonna do a green screen video because I have to clear off my entire desk and unplug everything to put the green screen where I like to put it. Uh-huh. And it's ridiculous. And I actually wrote an Instagram post about this today, um, which is really ironic. But it's in... Uh, it's, we're, we're definitely dating the podcast. Like, just go back and find that post. Yeah, it's me in front of a solid white background. <laughs> That's the picture. I talk about my whole yeah. green screen setup. So, yeah. Needless to say, I feel like we're reaching the end of our we are, conversation yes. here cuz I don't have much more to add to it, but basically, long story short, don't overspend because overspending no. is dumb. And most people who are starting on YouTube are young high schoolers or, you know, fresh out of college mm-hmm. people who don't have the money to spend on super expensive equipment. So, and I know this is kind of the sentiment echoed in other videos, but like if you got a phone, use it. Don't yeah. go out and buy a $500 DSLR. You don't need it. Especially not just starting out. But it's echoed so, so much because that's the truth. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, if you're starting out, you don't need a DSLR. You don't need an $150 microphone. Like, honestly, you don't need a Blue Yeti microphone unless you are specifically podcasting. But even then, it's kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. there are cheaper... There are cheaper USB microphones out there than the the Blue Yeti. Like I had a yeah. I had a seventy dollar Blue Snowball for four years that I used. I always wanted for one of all those. of my audio stuff. So the the Blue Snowball is like it's not it's nowhere near as good as the Blue Yeti. And I don't mean to make it sound like it's bad. It's not bad. It's just, it's just better for well, me specifically. The Blue Yeti works better. Well, you get what you pay for. Yeah. So the Blue Snowball is a good alternative if you need a microphone for podcasting or just like recording video essays or anything. But other than that, Mm -hmm. you know, Amazon has really cheap tripods and cardioid mics and just do your research. Make sure where you're spending your money is worth it so you don't end up buying something that doesn't work. I have a small microphone collection and a few of them are so crappy. Like I should not have bought some of the microphones that I own. And I learned that now, but oh, back my then. lavalier mic I have is really bad. Like I made a poor decision Ooh. in the lavalier mic I bought, so yeah. that's kind of why I bought the cardioid one was to make up for yeah. that. So I'd say final thought is be open to learning and be open to feedback. Yeah, because that's the only way that you'll the, get better. Yeah, the more feedback you get, uh, be it harsh or not. It is definitely going to help you improve. Like, not to go off on another tangent, but a thing for me, uh, criticism I got about my vlogs is on the early vlogs, like the Galaxy's Edge one and the other ones, I would over-explain 
what we're doing. Like yeah. I would sit there on screen for five minutes and saying, okay, this is what we're doing. This is how our day is going to be planned now. Because mm-hmm. that's just how I am. I'm a planner. Yeah. And I like planning things. So that kind of echoed through in the video. And then if you look at the, the most recent one, the back at Magic Kingdom post-lockdown, it's – I do that a lot less. I do it a little bit, but I tried to keep talking bits unless I really needed to. Mm-hmm. I tried to keep talking bits – or clips under 60 seconds. Yep. Like I tried to think about, okay, can I mush this into 60 seconds what I need to say? Before you get to some B-roll. <laughs> right. So that is kind of what I would say. Like mm-hmm. take – be be open to taking criticism. If you yeah. go in and you're like, this is perfect. I don't want to take any criticism. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get anywhere. Because, because you're if wrong. you don't listen to criticism <laughs> – Yeah. If you don't listen to criticism, you're not going to improve. Yeah. This so, is – this is something that um, I've struggled with over the years. Is um, it's a, it's a lot of it is a pride thing where um, I thought I knew better than some of the people that were telling me what needed to be changed, and I was like, "Oh, that's crap! I know what I'm doing." And so, and then looking back at some of the video mistakes, I'm like, "I should have listened." <laughs> Whereas, like, right. it was okay to use autofocus there. I don't know why I was so against it. <laughs> And so, mm-hmm. so be don't don't get so caught up in your own knowledge to real to forget that none of us know nothing. Right. None of us know anything. And you know, we're just two guys who make content on the internet. Yeah, for fun. <laughs> don't so. listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we do have valid things to say. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Because you know, I would say I've. I've at least experienced enough to be mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what needs to be done. Because these are things that I wish people would have told me yeah, when exactly. I was making content eight years ago and I, you know, went out and bought five hundred dollars worth of exactly. stuff. I wish someone would have said, Hey, you have a phone, you're fine. Yeah, we like, we really did a deep dive on your YouTube history. I didn't know like a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, it it was fun. So I'm I'm actually really happy with the I way am, this episode I am too. Out. I was I was kind of concerned because I was like, well, this is our original plan, like from the get go. Yeah. We have no we have no plan whatsoever of what we're going to talk about. Our plan was there was no literally plan. opened it up with one question, and it and spiraled it into this. Spiraled so into two hours yeah. of content. Yep, always because our podcasts together are never oh shorter than two hours. Ever. Because, well... If they are, that's because the audio has been edited now. <laughs> From where we got onto, like, a side tangent about something weird. So, yeah. Yeah. With that being said, this is where we're going to end the episode. Woo-hoo. Jackson, where can people find you? You can find me... Well, I... Believe it or not, I know all this stuff because I make videos. <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at Glass, G-L-A-S, Studios. It's one S. Find me on Instagram at The Glass Studios. And Facebook as the Glass Studios. Epic. So I'm sure um, I'm sure all the links will be in the description. Yep, links will remembers. be linked where they need to be linked in the bio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and as for me, you know, the, it, you can find me on YouTube at Nick with No K. Duh. Um, on Instagram at at uh, underscore Nick underscore Films for Instagram. Uh, at Nick underscore films on Twitter. And then the podcast is just tuners podcast, wherever podcasts can be found. Woo-hoo. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you, Jackson, for being on. Thank I'm you. sure you'll be back on eventually for something. Hey, 
so yeah, I'm I'm as much I, I'm as much of an owner of this podcast as you are at this point. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, honestly, <laughs> talking realistically, so real talk. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you in the next episode. Peace. Bye. Out. Yeah.